You're starting a franchise. Uh, you got uh -huh. your option Some, of two somebody, quarterbacks. Somebody gave me the keys to a franchise? Wow. They gave you a key? I know. I know. You, wow. you hit the lottery, Chaz. You hit the lottery. Yeah. You got an opportunity to spend it. And you, and you decided to buy uh, the team in Halifax. You yes. get to pick your quarterbacks. You got Chad Kelly. You got Trey Ford. Right now, who would you go with? Oh, man. Hold on. So am I... Am I the owner or am I the GM on a contract? You're you're the GM. The owner gave you uh, the keys oh, to the franchise. The you're saying it, I, I need Chad. that franchise quarterback. Chad Who are you going with? Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. All day long. Every day, all day. But as a caveat to this answer, if I was the owner and I got to make the decision, if I was like Jerry Jones, I, I would I would Why take I would take Trey. I would take Trey if I was the owner. If I'm the GM, I'll take Chad. If I'm the owner, I'll take Trey because Trey's the most exciting player. Trey's got the most upside, but there's so much uncertain with Trey. If I'm a GM and I'm on a contract, I got more trust in Chad right now over a three-year span for sure, for certain, because his his floor, Trey's floor is much lower than Chad's is, but his ceiling might be higher. So I'm going, I would take Chad if I'm a GM. I'll take Trey if I'm the owner. You know what? A cop out answer. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a good answer. But you know why I would go with Trey? Because I'm huh. just starting this franchise. I need right. to get some butts in the seats. Of course, Chad is the best quarterback. That's that's not the question. Right. The question is, right. I'm starting this franchise. I I need to get some money flowing. I I can sell Trey because he is the most exciting player in the league right now. I can sell him a lot, not better than I can sell. Chad, Chad, of course, he's 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 gonna win more, but I'm trying to get butts in those seats. I'm trying to get fans. I'm trying to sell bobbleheads. I'm trying to sell jerseys, <laughs> and I think Trey can do that a lot better than what Chad can do. All right, I like that. And and, and you never know what the future may hold for Trey. He may he may get he may turn into that patch. We saw Damon Allen do that. We just don't know. But because of, this is a startup franchise. I'm going with Trey. It's not because of the play. It's because he is the most exciting player. You've got Nick Dempsey in Winnipeg tearing it up uh, as usual. Is he the best receiver in the game or best Canadian receiver in the game right now? No, he's not. And I know that sounds he, crazy. He, he's not the best pure receiver. That, that That's emulous. He's the best receiver. Now, Nick Dempsey, as far as Canadian receiver, the best playmaker because he right. does so much. You can put him in the backfield. Uh, he, he can return punts or kicks, but when it's far as best Canadian receiver, that's Emulus, and he, he's shown it this year. Uh, he's he's come out of that shell and said, "I'm I'm not only the best Canadian receiver, I'm one of the top ten and trying to be top five receiver in this league." So if I was to start in a team and I needed a Canadian yeah. receiver, of course I'm going with Nick Dembski because he does so much. But as far as pure receiver. That's emulous, without a doubt. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, and I, I love the way, I love the way emulous is going after people too. That's like he's challenging. He was going after Gary Peters. He was going after. He, he wants to compete with whoever, whoever lines up in front of him, which is, which is one of the, a, a, the traits of a great receiver. Um, that, that's the thing. That's why you, you were a great receiver, but often you tried to stay away from the better cover guys. That's why you <laughs> always went to the opposite side of where I was. All right, next segment. <laughs> Hold on, best best cover guys. 
You next played segment. the corner. We, we moved on to the next segment, Mill. Chaz, you script. That you, was the end of the. You played cornerback. They knew they couldn't put you at halfback. Chaz, your your career, you wouldn't have made it out of preseason if they put you at <laughs> halfback. Chaz, it would be like we drafted this guy in the first nah, round. You wouldn't have made nah. it out. Of, you you see where hey. you were? You, where were you at the end of your career at safety? You kept going back, and then the next thing you well, know, I played safety for like two games. But listen, but you but you're you're right though. Lucky we're, lucky we're not recording right now. Lucky this is off air. But <laughs> I don't want no parts of halfback cornerback. We good. I can move my little feet, back pedal, break all that stuff. I'm putting the halfback spot. That's the most underappreciated, underpaid. It ain't no joke. That that is all you halfbacks out there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a T- toughest yeah. besides quarterback, toughest position in football. No, another quick Man. question: Emulus yeah. and Nick Dembski. Who do you think would fare better if you put Nick Dembski in Saskatchewan's offense and or in an Emulus and Winnipeg's offense? With with everything that's going on, the quarterbacks and everything, who do you think would fare better? I think Nick, if you put Nick in Sask's offense, well, I would say that Sask, Sask needs about the Sask needs Nick more than Winnipeg needs Emulus. Yes, very <laughs> uh, much so. They could use him around. They could use him around the box and with quicks and so so many different things that would right. help really help Saskatchewan's offense. But um, yeah. I mean, because you look at I mean no, look I, at Kenny I, I, Lawler, I totally look at Kenny agree. Lawler out yep. there, right? Like he has Kenny Lawler has a lot. They have a lot of similarities in some of the things they're doing. And you know, Lala's not not getting off this year like like he should, or like he could. Well, you, I mean, shucks, you got you got Sean, you got Dembski, you got Bailey, you got Wolitarski. You trying to spread that ball around, but when Kenny Lala, when he gets his opportunities, he, he takes advantage of him. He makes those big plays when he has to. But it's hard to get you know eight or ten balls thrown your way on a consistent basis when they have so many weapons. Then they got the best running back in the game too. So it's it's a difficult situation, but they uh, seem to be happy. Not enough love for Jarius Jackson, uh, the Elks' new offense coordinator. How come there was so much, so much chatter out of Edmonton about their play calling mm. and, and about and about uh, um, what's his name again? Trey Four. What's the no the old defensive co- offense coordinator Steve McAdoo. Steve Three. McAdoo. Steve McAdoo. Mm-hmm. Let's bring that one back. Three, two, and one. Why was there so much chatter about Steve McAdoo when he was the OC and and the struggles going on there? But yep. Jarius Jackson takes over, does a heck of a job, and, and their offense seems to be rolling with Trey. But no one no one mentions Jarius Jackson's name at all. I, I barely I would say nobody, but we're barely hearing anything about Jarius Jackson. I'm I'm, I'm curious as to why because this is supposed to be uh, McAdoo couldn't couldn't get it going with their first. First quarterback and second quarterback, or third, and now they somehow have their third or fourth quarterback, and Jarius has the offense rolling. Uh, what's why the lack of uh, conversation about about their success or his success? Totally Strange. agree, and and, and, I, and I think part of the problem is they see Trey Ford as a guy who's out there just making it happen, drawing stuff up in the sand. Uh, he drops back. He didn't see anything. Scrambles scrambles throw the ball scramble runs the ball for 50 60 <laughs> yards and they don't understand that basically an entire new offense had to be implemented because we're talking about two different type of players you know you talk about taylor cornelius compared to the trey ford the height difference the athletic athleticism all this stuff uh jerry jackson basically had, if i'm correct had to bring in a new offense and 
designed it all around Trey Ford. So what he's done is an amazing job. And it just it, a lot of people think Trey Ford is just out there creating on the run. Like there's no design, uh, no intellect that goes into what's going on. But you don't throw for three over 300 yards or rush for all those yards if there's no uh, design, there's no film study, there's no one in telling him what to do on those players. There's no way that's just happening by chance. Now, now Jarius was the pass game coordinator, so there's not, you know, offensively run game-wise, that maybe they've, they've changed some things up. I don't think there's been a new system put in place, but he, he was the, Jarius was the pass game coordinator. So a lot of those things uh, might be the same. But again, to your point, I mean, they're different guys, so I'm certain that he's got a whole, a whole uh, new call sheet and, and, and a, a lot of new things, different things they would do with, Jarius that they or with Jarius with Trey that they wouldn't have done with um you know with Taylor. the other with the, any yep. any of the or, other quarterbacks but yep. Taylor yep. Taylor specifically yeah yep 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 so no it, it, it's very interesting when 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 they're when they're down they're gonna talk about the guy who's calling the plays and when they're up for some reason they're not giving him any love and uh, I know we, we we gotta do our part because he's done a great job you know in those those yeah. five games that uh Trey has been in there what three and two They've been in all the games, so uh, he has to get some credit for what's going on. But, you know, there's some individuals who choose not to because what I alluded to before, I think this guy's just out there getting his yeah. Michael Vick on, just out there running around, yeah. and if he sees someone's open, yeah. he throws it. Broken down, yeah. Which broken down place he is, for sure. But yeah. there's also plays that, that are within the, the timing of, of the play that are, that are hitting, and that's, you know, you gotta, now you give credit to all, in, all involved. Right, right. So it, it'll be interesting going forward what happens. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, it's exciting times. Finally, in Edmonton. Finally. Uh, Beast of the East, Toronto Argonauts. They're one victory away from clinching the East, meaning if they win this week against the Montreal Alouettes, they clinch the East with six more games left. What should Ryan Dinwiddie, Mike Pinball, Clemens, and those guys do, knowing that they have six games before the playoffs start, and then they'll get a, a rest, a buy, even before their first playoff game. What would be your mindset with six games left, Chess? So right now we're in the middle of September. Um, I, I, tell, I tell all my starters, pack your bags, go home for five weeks, <laughs> come, back, no, come back November the 10th, November the 15th, and we'll practice a bit, or maybe beginning of November. And we'll practice a bit, get ready to go. I, I'm resting, and I'm obviously, you know, being sarcastic here a little bit. But I, I would, I would rest them as much as I can. I'm a, yeah, see you shaking your head. But I, I would say, I, I'm a bigger believer in, in rest and and being healthy, and and hoping, you know, hoping I can. Now maybe I start the first quarter of the Eastern Final, and I'm a little rusty, or you know, I, I play, I have some light. Some light scrimmage, some light scrimmage, and, and I say scrimmage, I mean obviously not tackling, but you know some full pad, a couple of days, and full speed a couple of days before, you know the weeks, two weeks before. But but I don't I don't like the idea of playing in too many games. And I know it's not going to happen, Milt. By the way, I know that Ryan Dimity is not going to let them sit out. You know week sixteen and seventeen, it's not going to happen. It's too early. But I just like I've been in the, the situation a lot of times. I love being fresh, and I would hate for guys to get nicked and you know ruin their chance at back-to-back -back breakups because you know be trying to be trying to, because they're trying to get rhythm first of all you got the wrong mindset you can't be thinking that guys well i'm going to put them out there because they're going to get hurt 
It's football. People get hurt all the time. It's the nature of the game, unfortunately. What I would do, these next four games, we're going to play it like we need to win these next four games. That's how I'm going to play. I'm going to have my starters in there. If we get up on the team and we're blowing them out, then I'll put my backups in. But besides that, we're going to play it these next four games like we need to win these next four games for that reason. And for another reason, I guarantee you there's a lot of guys who they're not trying to sit out chairs. Yeah, yeah, they're trying yeah, to get right. that no, dough, right. baby. I, I make right. all CFL, all CFL PA. I got a yeah. thousand yards, certain amount of catches, interceptions. Those guys, plus, they need guys that probably money. on the, the 50 plus plays. Yes. 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 That's a lot of games to be on. A lot of games. So those last two weeks, that's when we start thinking about okay, who we're gonna sit out. We'll sit out a group of guys this game. A group of guys the next game because you got salary cap issues also you have to concern yourself with you just can't hold like all I said, these guys i i didn't say they were good i said it's, you can't do it i knew they can't do it i said i would like to do it and for those you know for the rest reasons but i my star players and the guy the guys that are irreplaceable i'm playing them as, as little as possible until i get until i get closer to you know having to get you know some sort of timing and rhythm back in the game but that's where we're at. Hey, it's a good it's a good problem to have clinching this early. So so hold on. You say like a guy like Chad Kelly. You're you're not gonna play much these next four games or something. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean I have no like you have no choice but to play Chad Kelly. But I I would say this if I'm up if I'm up fourteen even like next week. Okay, let's say a week from now they clinch they clinch this week. A week from now they're up fourteen in and in, at halftime at halftime I, I pull. I pull Chad and let and let someone else play the second half. No, now you no. can't ask me. You can't ask me a question and then and then shake your head at my response. It's not, that's not allowed. Yes, I can. I can do whatever it's against, I want. It's against, to do. it's against it's against the rules. <laughs> it's because you're not next to me. You, you're back at your house. You can say that if you were next to me right now, you wouldn't be doing that. I'm in the next room, son. Come see me. I'm <laughs> I'm in the next room. Come see me. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm playing to win. I'm not thinking about guys getting injured. That's the wrong no. mindset. You, you, you gotta play right. to win these next four games. I'm playing right, to you're win. You sound like my high school coach, man. But we're talking about professional. You can tell me. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any difference to me if you tell me my 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 mindset is to play to win or don't worry about getting hurt. When I go out there, if I'm buckling my my chin strap up, my helmet on, I'm going full speed and I'm I'm, I'm playing because I have a choice. It's not it's not basketball. I can't cruise for three quarters and then play defense in the fourth i got it i don't have a choice to get my, my ass handed to me if i play half speed but i'd rather not go out there so i don't have to don't have to risk getting hurt or someone rolling up on my knee that's just the that's the reality of it but i, I hear what you're saying there's, there's, there's two sides to it i got what you're saying i don't know what else we can't keep beating the beating the dead horse here we, we we're on different opposite sides yeah that is true that is true and mine's is right i gotta be honest <laughs> mine is right <laughs>